What's up, Brewskies? My name is Marco Dupa. And with me, as always, the great, the powerful, it's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What is up, uh, Brewskies? Tonight's brew is from the Dunes Brewing Company. Adam took himself a trip down to Daytona. Sure did. Grabbed another from uh, that local spot out there. It is their Saison. 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 Uh, they didn't get fancy with the name. They're just like, here it is. Drink it. Yeah. Well, from what I understand, they used to have one called a Sunglow Saison, but I'm not sure if that's what that is because it just says on their board, Saison. Okay. Well, you give us more after the break. I will. On tap for tonight, guys, I know that you have been, you know, keeping up with all these TV shows and these new movies and whatnot, and you're and you're sitting there and you're and you're going, I know how I feel about this, but there's no way that I can continue until I know how the one beer in feels about this. And you're in luck because we're gonna give our opinions on Stranger Things season four, part one, and the latest Obi-Wan episodes, and of course, uh it wouldn't be a Star Wars show if a uh, uh, a diverse character in the show wasn't being bombarded with death threats and racism <laughs> on their yeah. uh, social media. So we'll talk about that a little bit. All that and maybe more. Probably not. Uh, let's get <laughs> into this beer. This is episode 357 of the One Beer In podcast. Oh, it's, it's a big can. Is what you said. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I just go back and watch that video of uh, Tom Jones when he had that variety show. Mm. It was just like, ow. <laughs> and fucking women go apeshit. I love it. And he's just, and it's like such a 70s. He's got the, like, the little microphone. Yeah, of course. It's fantastic. I like how Bob Barker kept that mic going up until the 90s you gotta you gotta yeah. you know i was watching uh prices right the other day with drew carey he's brought back a modern version of that mic okay yeah it's like you know like the long slender but it like looks more modern i guess yeah i don't know drew carey is just he's basically just decided like this is it this is what i'm gonna do yeah this good for the, him yeah yeah i mean you can kind of nice Nicely nestled down into. A, I mean, he's done. He's done a lot. You True. know, he's he. He hosted a bunch of stuff. He had his own TV show for a while. I mean, yeah. he was a stand-up Successful. comedian. Like he was, he did, he did his thing. Now yeah. you know, you just ride off into the sunset as a host of some show that probably should have ended thirty years ago. <laughs> Why not? It's yeah. a good time. It, it's like a paid retirement, and you get to have fun. Yeah. You just say, "Oh, sorry, that's not right." Yeah. See you well, later. I hope he's having fun because if not, man, that's. Because he, he can never tell. Like uh, uh, Trebek always seemed like he was having fun. It seemed like he enjoyed the show. Sure. Especially when he was like roasting people. It always felt like he was having a good time. Yeah. Pat Sajak, sometimes it seems like he There's, would rather blow his brains out than be there. There is absolutely an angst within Pat Sajak yeah. that goes unsaid. Yeah. You know, like you can just tell. Yeah. But I'm not sure if he gets off on that. You know, it seems like he does. It seems like he likes. I don't he know. Likes so, it. Sometimes I feel like he he is. It seems like he's made a deal with the devil or something, <laughs> you know. And he's just like, this is this is my life uh, for eternity. We're all gonna die, and Pat Sajak's just gonna like will inherit the earth, and and the people who know him will will all just die off, and then our kids will just be like, yeah, that's the Wheel of Fortune guy, and no one will ever question the yeah. fact that he's been you know fifty eight for the last a hundred years. Yeah, you know. Yeah. He's just going to keep going. May we all be so lucky <laughs> to live to see Pat Sajak continue. Yeah. Go, Pat Sajak. Go. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers. <sighs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, let's just get right the fuck into it. Stranger Things, Season 4, Part 1. Because everybody's got to break up the seasons now. Yeah. Or break up a movie. It's always got to be a Part 1 and a Part sure. 2. Yeah. Just got to get as much as you can out of it, right? Yeah. So, here we are. Modern fucking TV. <sighs> Won't harp on that so much. <laughs> you finished it, right? I did. I'm 30 minutes away from finishing it. It's I know. Tough. It's tough. It's real it's tough. sick. Yeah. Sick. But uh, I will just start by saying, like, I had uh, the show, it took so long to come back that I truly did lose interest in it. I mean, we spoke openly about that. Yeah. We had an entire segment about how Stranger Things has kind of been way too long. Mm -hmm. And I know I was very vocal about not being excited about it coming back, like... And I mean, frankly, I, I still don't really remember what happened last season, unless they give us direct flashbacks, you know. Mm -hmm. So there, I mean, I watched the little recap at the beginning because I was like, yeah. you know, what this is one of those things where I'm not going to skip it. I think I should. Yeah, watch the for recap. sure. Yeah, it was, it was uh, smart of them to do that. Yeah, but yeah, there's still there's little references to like the doc, like Owens. Mm -hmm. I just it completely flushed him from my memory bank. Yeah. Like he shows up. And I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's important, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I completely flushed him from my memory bank. Yeah. Um, but some of the other stuff, like, you know, I was talking to a friend and I was like, this show's not, it's not like super complex show. No, it's no. not like, you know, like, even if you miss massive chunks of the show, as long as you get like the, the most, most important bits of meat, you'll be able to finish yeah. your meal, I think. Yeah. yeah. So. He comes back and to what I believed was waning interest in the show. Mm -hmm. I was wrong. It's It was streamed 287 million hours on uh, over the, I don't know, the past week or so. Mm -hmm. it's, it's been making records. No, it's a, yeah, it's a massive, massive return for the right. show. I'm not going to say massive hit because it was already a massive sure. hit. But a massive return for the show that I was, uh, frankly, I just didn't, I, maybe, I guess I'm a fucking moron. I just really <laughs> didn't think everybody was, every, I felt like everybody had the same feeling about it. It was like, yeah. am I really even that interested in what, and <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. So yeah. we're back at Hawkins and we're at, we're in. Should, should we give a spoiler warning or are we keeping this no spoiler territory? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess without having completed the last episode, we should probably keep it. Yeah, we can keep it spoiler free. Keep it spoiler free. Let's keep yeah. it spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I think we can do that without. We don't yeah. have to discuss like. And we should really hold our our full opinion until the the story is over. This for is the very season. true. That is, I'm glad you said that. Very relevant to the Obi Wan discourse, but we'll ah. get to that. Okay. Um. But yes, I uh, I saw your tweet mm -hmm. <laughs> about not being interested in seeing it, and immediately had to correct that because mm -hmm. uh, you know it. Even though I wasn't interested or so excited in Stranger Th Stranger Things coming back, of course I was still going to watch it, right? Yeah, yeah, I would have watched it eventually. And so I started, and I was like, okay, this is way better than I expected it to be, right? Um, this is surpassing my my expectations and, and really um, really making me feel stupid, honestly. For underestimating it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and and for, for making assumptions about it being like... Because, you know, I think it was so... It was gone so long that I had kind of whittled it down in my mind as just like this throwaway kids show, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it didn't deserve that because it very clearly, you know, sets the the stakes and the tone very early on. Uh, I, episode one, even yeah. you know, it, uh -huh. it it starts with that, and it shocked me in a way that I was just very pleasantly surprised. I was yes. like, Wow. Okay, this is where we're going. 
Very I'm in. much so. I'm in. And, be, you know, it, it it's not uh spoiler to say it's very much more horror-centric, mm-hmm. I feel, than uh, even past seasons have been, even though it's been, always been a horror-adjacent show. Um, but this one really... This uh, is like a legit horror uh, show now. Yes. Some of the stuff is like straight up like body horror. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it goes there. Yeah. Uh, which I was very happy about as a, Same. a fan of that stuff the 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 climax of the first episode i i i i cheered i was in my bed and i was like fuck yeah dude yeah. this is this fucking this is awesome yeah i was like yeah we're fucking going there bro we're fucking yeah. going there well not to mention because you know one of the main pre-criticisms we had uh about the the new season was that i got not even criticisms but questions we had is that um you know at least from my part what could they do to maintain the Stranger Things kind of mm-hmm. look and feel mm-hmm. without it being about <clears throat> the Goonies, essentially? Yeah. Because you know, all these kids are growing up now. That, that's very apparent, not only how they look, but also, you know, where they are in school now. They're in high school. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's growing apart. And you got to address all of that. Right. So how could they where would they find their footing in, in, in making this still? rooted in in stranger things in some way without it being a direct like essentially homage to spielberg and and goonies and and things like that yeah and um i mean just take from other movies yeah no exactly (laughs) and and i had uh, i guess underestimated how much there is that is unique to stranger things i guess um that they have kind of carved out their own look and feel mm-hmm. for supernatural and and sci-fi and and they've kind of built their own world and I don't think I gave them enough credit. Yeah, Duffer Brothers. I'm sorry if you're the listening. Um, but no, there's a very distinct look and feel, and it though it is still rooted in 80s nostalgia. I like that it's growing with its audience. Yeah. I feel like that's the best thing a series can do. Uh, you know, like Harry Potter, we've talked about in the past, that's kind of ratcheted up the scale of, of seriousness and stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is doing that too. And uh, I mean, it, it so far it's worked very well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's too much to say that there is a lot that they've pulled from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. Big, big reference, which, I mean, again, you're you're speaking my language. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a big Nightmare fan. Elm Street, uh, Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Jason sure. Confused. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, it... it the lifeblood of the show is the Duffer brothers writing a love letter to their favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what the whole thing is, in my eyes. And the <clears throat> some of the criticism that's levied at the show that has been and always will be levied at the show is that it's just derivative. And I think like what you're saying is true. They have kind of carved out their own personality and, and own look and feel in the show. But I do still think that it's it's a nice cherry on top of like what they have always done, which is basically be an homage to the Duffer Brothers' favorite genre sure. movies. Because yeah. even as I'm watching the show, I'm like, yeah, I mean, this is super derivative. Mm-hmm. Um but I also find myself not really caring. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but I found the reason why it works so well, other than, I mean, you, you can't can't not talk about how good everything looks. Yeah. Like, the budget. We talked about that before, too. Uh-huh. But it shows. Yeah, I was, like, was going to say, I see where that money's going. It's incredible. Like, yeah. I mean, in comparison to stuff you see on Disney+, Plus, even, it's like... Night and day, yeah. Like some of it is, it, I mean, looks. It's really weird good. to say, but it's like Disney Plus looks like you know, like Xena or something. <laughs> you know, like yeah. in comparison, it just feels like way more TV show as yeah. opposed to 
what Stranger Things has established, which is it, I mean, it mostly does run like a movie. Yeah. Look and feel wise, especially. But I was going to say the, the reason why I think it works, even though it is highly derivative, is because the characters are so good. Yeah. Um, Except for Will. I'm just done with Will. <laughs> okay. I just, why is he even there? He just like wanders around in the background. Yeah. Don't spoil anything. That's, that's not a spoiler. But I don't he, think it's a spoiler. I don't think it's a spoiler. Well, no, Will, Will for a long time has been kind of a wet blanket. Yeah. You know? And he continues to be. Spo- spoilers. He just continues <laughs> to be a wet blanket. Yeah, I'm just like. Well, they've got to do something with him now. But. I'm I'm at the point where I'm like, why didn't they just off him in the first or second season? It would have given the characters a lot of motivation. Would have made. I mean, I guess if you kill him in season two, you kind of rob the you you rob the Billy moment in season three yeah, because then yeah. then the show is like, oh, so a beloved character is just gonna die in each season, and yeah. that's like you kind of. You kind of find yourself in the Walking Dead thing, where it's sure, like, yeah. okay, we know that the show has to end with one of these characters dying. Yeah, who's and, it going to be? And you don't want to be, you don't want it to be that kind of guessing game. So, I, yeah. But I don't know, man. I'm sick of him. Well, there's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry fair. to the actor. He's. It's fair. Yeah, I just don't think they're giving him enough to do. Like he just. No, and I think if there is, I wouldn't even say a criticism, but an observation about this season so far, is that. There are more characters than ever, mm-hmm. more thread lines to follow through with, and you know I, I think they do spread themselves pretty thin. I think they put themselves in a, a tight spot to really, you know, uh, wrap things up in a, in a coherent way. Yeah, um, that that pays off for every character that they've now involved in this entire thing. Yeah, um, but you know that being said, I do think it's good that they have. Sp- we focus on a lot of different groups of characters. Yeah, in, in I think they season. do a pretty good job of like keeping that thread moving. Yeah, from each yeah. each subplot or whatever. Right. So I like the fact that we're able to bounce around <coughs> different groups. Uh, I think that helps break things up more. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think that that was a smart move. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know, I, I've seen some people complaining about the length of the shows, the, the episodes, because they have been like. You know, over an hour. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind. I, I really. I prefer it. Yeah, I mean, the entire time, I I didn't find myself like looking at my watch or getting bored. Yeah. Um, that's just people that just want to get the thing over with as fast as possible, so that they can immediately go to Twitter or Instagram and yeah. talk about it. They just like Stranger Things would have been the perfect show for Netflix to experiment with episodic. Uh, that was the other thing I wanted to touch on was what did you think about that? Because, you know, even now, like, you're almost done. I'm, I've finished the first part of this, the season. Um, and I think it's great that we have this space now that mm-hmm. we can talk about it. Yeah. And I, I, I want to be very clear. I know this is just so that Netflix gets their money. Right. And isn't it is so that people can't get a free, you know, seven or month trial. Right. And nope out. But. You know, I think it works for a show like this. And I, I really do think it would have worked even better, like you're saying, if it was episodic. Because so much is packed into each episode that I would have almost preferred having a little bit more time to digest. Yeah. And, you know, talk to my friends about it and <clears throat> share theories and, and let yeah. it have a moment. Give it a little bit of time to breathe yeah. before the next one. I, th- I think the thing about making a show like that. And having each episode end with, like, a cliffhanger, for instance, is, like, it's kind of like, well, it doesn't matter. Because you've released all the episodes, so, like, don't end it on a cliffhanger. Well, or, I mean, I guess they end it on a cliffhanger, but then the very next episode immediately addresses it. So, it's like, what was the point? What is the point? Uh, It's to keep you binging. Yeah, yeah. It's just such, it's such an obvious ploy of, like... Yeah, we're not gonna tell you. You gotta watch the next episode. It's like, yeah, I know, but don't don't pretend like you know that was some technique. It's not like a, it's not like a real. It's not like a good cliffhanger. It's not like a real cliffhanger. It's just like a, you know, just keeping right. the fish on the bait. Well, I mean, it would be more of a, a real cliffhanger if it wasn't like 
episode by episode because exactly. then you, you would have time to sit there and wonder what happened next. Right. And you you know, you go with your theories and uh, I yeah. wonder if this character, blah blah blah. Which mind you you could do artificially and just like be like, I'm only watching an episode a week, but you know, then you have to stay off the internet. Yeah, you, yeah, you're no, not no. part of the conversation. No, I, I respectfully you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. You you can't. You can have the self control of watching the shows once a week, but they're gonna be spoiled for you. Sure. I mean, I'm yeah. I've been carefully dodging Stranger Things information. Well, I was for for the first like week or so. Now now I'm like whatever. But the stuff was coming out. Yeah, there was different. I mean the the Kate Bush thing. The Kate Bush thing was 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 interesting because when she started charting again for for running up that hill, mm-hmm. that became a big deal, and everybody was all mad because teenagers want to listen to Kate Bush as <laughs> as if any of us were old enough to appreciate it when she right. first came out. Anyway, yeah. that whole thing, I mean, I, when a TV show or a movie that's geared towards kids introduces those kids to something like that, I understand the gut reaction of going, "You didn't earn that." True. You just turned on this TV show. <clears throat> now you have streaming right there at your fingertips. You can literally Shazam the fucking thing yeah. or just Google or just have your captions on and see. And and it, yes, it is much, 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 much easier for kids nowadays to discover music like that. You have and, to do this every time you say kids nowadays. <laughs> these kids nowadays. And I think, yes, I agree that it's the ease of access to all of this music has made it easier to uh not appreciate it as much because there's it's more disposable yeah and it's not the the journey isn't there anymore like discovering someone like kate bush by accident maybe or you know a friend tells you about them or your mom loved her sure. and then you go and get the record you discover for yourself how much you love it and uh I mean, she's fucking awesome. Running up that hill is oh, like, yeah. I mean, it's a masterpiece, and that album is amazing. I discovered Kate Bush actually through Big Boy of Outkast. He's a big Kate Bush fan, and I was like, what? Who? Why is he so obsessed with this white lady from the '80s? Like, he yeah. really likes Kate Bush to the point that he like has a song with her, and he like really. So he was a big fan. So I was like, okay, I mean, Big Boy likes her. I'm gonna check her out. Sure. Uh, I know that's a weird it's through line there. Good enough for big boys. Good enough for <laughs> that's, me. That's how I felt. I was like, hey, if he likes her, yeah. I'll check her out. That was a couple years ago. And so, I, I mean, even I, relative to how long she's been around, am super late to the party. I get all of the criticism, but at the same time, it's like, dog, just let people. Why wouldn't you want more people liking Kate Bush? Like, yeah. She's awesome. Is, is it not good for her, too? No, like, it's fantastic. You know. It's your fucking, a fucking song. What, 30 years after it was released is back at the top of the charts. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. You should be happy for Kate Bush. Mm-hmm. And and the kids uh, finding her for the exactly. first time. You're, and, and, and it's not taking anything away from how much you enjoyed the thing. Like, you can still enjoy those songs. You know? Yeah, all right. You listen to it and, like, some fucking teenager's like, is that the Stranger Things song? And, yeah, that makes you want to punch <laughs> him right in the fucking head. Sure, yeah. I get that. But don't let that feeling overtake you don't let it go too far Mm -hmm. to where you can't continue enjoying and you also can't appreciate that it's it's good for kate bush and any other uh artist that that charts because of a massive success like you think kate bush isn't happy about this she licensed the song to the show you know yeah she's making money two ways right streams and 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 the the licensing yeah so come on man all right off the soapbox of that (laughs) Don't gatekeep. Yeah. Stop it. I saw uh, Reggie Watts, of all people. He was he posted. Did you see this on his Instagram? Mm-mm. He posted a video, and he was like, I'm enjoying Stranger Things. One thing I do have a problem with is their portrayal of stoners and stoner culture. It's not everybody talks like this, man. <laughs> the character Argyle, new character that they've introduced, and literally just to be the stoner character in the yep. show so far. And, uh, again, another thing where I'm like, I get where you're coming from, Reggie, but yeah. lighten the fuck up. It's a, it's a, it's a trope character. It, like It's so clearly put in the thing to be the trope. Sure. That it's like, it, it is so obviously that thing that you have to just watch it and go, okay, and right. just keep, just keep going. Like, 
asking nuance of that character just seems to me to be so ridiculously unnecessary because the whole show again is derivative of all these things and just just taken from here taken from there they reference days and confused and fast times like a million times Mm. cheech and chong and all this stuff and then you're gonna be like yeah but stoners didn't really talk like that yeah no shit yeah you know sure like that's 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 the uh that's the thorn in your side he pointed at his tv went hey man (laughs) that's not how i talk i don't talk like that man (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i mean i don't know somebody's gonna clip that (laughs) (laughs) any i'm not saying that the show is immune to criticism uh especially like criticism that it is derivative if that if if that is upsetting to you when you watch the show and you're like dude i've seen this before you know i think that that's legitimate criticism i just think that it misses the point of the show i don't i think i think criticizing the show for being derivative just being derivative i think is an insult to the artistry of the duffer brothers and their intelligence as filmmakers because what you're saying that like what do you think that they just don't they don't understand they don't how. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very clear that they're skilled at very least. Mm-hmm. You know, even even though their influences are on their sleeves, it's pretty obvious. I mean, it's such a well-made show mm-hmm. that you you can't take that away from them. Yeah, like, you have to give them some some uh, some give here. Yeah, to express themselves through these references and influences because the end product and again the stuff that they are bringing themselves is with the originality is so good at its core mm. the, the relationships of these characters are very good it all interplays well there's lots of uh, references and callbacks to past seasons that even me who I, I, I feel like I, I my memory has just been wiped of the past like two seasons. Yeah. Uh, even with that, like I'm able to point to things and be like, oh yeah, I remember that that was from that, or some payoffs are happening. And, and I mean, that's that's the core of any good TV show, really, is yeah. like spending time with these characters and living with these characters, giving them some some time to grow and and seeing that. And I think that's what the show's been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm excited about how they land this plane. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, there's a lot of stuff in the air by the end of the first half. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. So, uh, I don't know. Don't know how they're going to do it, but I have faith. Yeah. So, we'll see. I agree with uh, Millie Bobby Brown's take, which is that more characters need to die. Yeah, and I have the, I mean, I, I have a very strong inkling that we at least have one character that's gonna gonna eat it. Yeah, um, I won't say who, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I I think it's uh, it'll be good to at very least, you know, get us a little bit more focused for the fifth season, uh, which again I think my biggest concern is gonna be how they up the stakes again mm. one more time yeah because you know the way that they're presenting this big bad it seems like it can't get much worse yeah you know uh, <clears throat> well but that's what i thought when a giant monster destroyed their mall sure and then they covered it up with a well is that a spoiler i don't know no, i think we're only doing spoilers of season four season three yeah yeah no yeah fuck you if you haven't watched if you're not caught up on the whole show, I don't know what to tell you on that, on that one. Yeah, but yeah, season three, this giant squid monster thing destroys the the mall, and it's you know, kills, every everybody saw it, kills multiple people, or at least you think <laughs> that everybody saw it. Actually, you know what? I think only ki- the kids saw it. But how? It was massive, and it chased them down the street. How are the how are only the kids? How were they able to cover that up? You're, Actually, asking, you're, you're asking the guy who admittedly doesn't remember <laughs> last season. So yeah, you know what? Now, I, now, well, I hopefully somebody can <sighs> clue us in. I, I kind of want to now go back and watch the last couple of episodes of season three because I'm like, 
how were they able to convince the town that 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 didn't happen? I mean, because I know it was it, hiding. I remember it was hiding and like building itself for a while. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's under. It was underground, and they were like bringing the like the bodies. sacrifices to it or whatnot yeah. or whatever. Again, but but at the end, there's this huge climactic fight. Yeah, I remember it ending at the mall. Yeah, it doesn't just end at the mall. It destroys the mall. Comes out of the mall and like chases down the street for a little bit until. Never-ending story reference. I don't know. What that, I don't know. <laughs> right. Whatever. <clears throat> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that's my concern. But what what do you have? Uh, yeah, I mean, moving I, forward, I think that they. I feel like as long as as long as the Duffer Brothers masterfully wear their influences on their sleeves. Uh, I think the show can kind of just continue doing what it's doing because the thing about it is critics may say, oh, we've seen this movie before, but proof is in the numbers, man. This, this train is a moving. Yeah. And uh, as long as they, as long as the plot stays coherent and, you know, they, they just continue to keep up the quality that they have so far. I mean, I just don't see why Netflix wouldn't make this thing a fucking... 10 season show well the obviously they can't with the the main cast i mean unless right. it becomes like a and again they could do this where it's like it mm. comes back and they're all adults and they'll actually be adults yeah you know i was thinking they may want to have a time jump in between this yeah. season and next well and if it's going to take them six years to to come back, yeah, sure, they come definitely back. need a time jump. <laughs> Say, uh, come back when it's 1990, you know? <laughs> and like, oh, we're actually our real ages now. Yeah. You know? Well, I think the show's set in 89, so it'd have to jump to like 90. It's 86, isn't it? I think it started in 86. No, it started in 83. I Are you sure? I think so. I'm pretty sure this season's in 86. Pretty sure about that. <sighs> Someone's not paying attention. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's only one way to look. That yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just looking up because I I had heard somewhere that Stranger Things season five was planned to be the last season. Okay, you look that up while I look up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, according to TVLine.com, Stranger Things creators confirmed spinoff idea and brace for series ending. Uh, quote, there were a lot of tears season four, part one of Stranger Things dropped in the wee hours of Friday morning, and already the Duffer Brothers were wetting our appetites for the fifth and final season of their beloved Netflix series. Yeah. So... Spin off, it is 86. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, if they do a time jump to like nine, like you said, 1990, that'd be like, yeah, that'd be like five, six years, or no, four years. So, yeah, do like five or six years, nine, maybe like 92. You know, Jordan's having his heyday, yeah, that'd be fun, good era. <clears throat> um, so yeah, that that yeah, that seems like the only way to can keep keep. Keep the uh, stay with the main cast. The spinoffs. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it's a lot of speculation. Watch the show, though. Yeah, highly recommend it. Even if you don't think you're still into Stranger Things, I think um, I think you'll jump back on the train once you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. The <clears throat> the other big show. Which apparently was another record setter. Obi Wan, Obi Wan Kenobi, old Ben, old Ben Kenobi. His show was the highest viewed debut on Disney Plus so far, which is always funny when a when a streaming service as new as Disney Plus is like it broke all our records. It's like what records? <laughs> the one it just set. It's like when you're playing Pac Man at a public arcade mm -hmm. and you break the record 
and then it just keeps going up and you're like oh shit i'm one of the best and it's like no dude they're not keeping track of that thing you scored like eleven thousand. yeah and i was like you made it to level two yeah good for you man right so the leaderboard was i don't know a handful of like marvel shows and i'm sure all of those did really well sure and, yeah, yeah but nothing was gonna i mean that you had to know like this obi-wan show was gonna just do gangbusters yeah and it's only two episodes in well three as of this recording but wasn't able to watch it because it came out everybody was under the assumption that they were going to be releasing on fridays i thought that was what their whole thing was i thought that was part of the reason why they pushed the release back and then released two episodes was so that they could rework the days Mm. that the episodes were going to be released but i don't know i'm not the only one who's confused there's a lot of people who are like uh what yeah. So, whatever. That episode's out, but we can't talk about that one because right. I haven't seen it. So, first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Kenobi. Kenobi. Right. What do you think? Um, I mean, I I love being back with old Ben. Old Ben. Um, You know, Ewan makes it. Mm-hmm. Old McGregs. Oh, Yui McGregor. He's a good man. He's a good man. Um, I mean, again, it's great seeing him in that role again. Um, I think it's a really interesting time period. Um, I just... And I think... I think Stranger Things does it this this really random disservice. Because, like I said before... The money difference is just so apparent <laughs> between the two shows, and it it really mm. it really does affect my immersion into the world. Huh. Um, Interesting. Th- it's just you know, like the effects mostly look good. It's just the the sets and you know, uh, there's not really a sense of like life in the in in the sets and in the setting, and and it, you you cl- very clearly feel the like limitations of what they're working with well i mean it's it's because they're on that sound stage yeah which i mean has done great things don't get me wrong i i i I love that technology it's incredible but i mean i think we're we're butting up against its limitations now i feel like we've starting we're starting to abuse it a little bit yeah and um i don't want to i don't want to sound too down on it because i had a good time i i enjoyed the first two episodes, I thought it was, you know, it sets up a, an interesting story. I want to know more about the sister. I want to know, you know, um, what more we're going to get to fill in the blanks between the old and new yeah. uh, of of Star Wars. By the way, you would know more about the Inquisitors if you... I know. Watched. I know. I got TV a taste show. of it with uh, Fallen Order. Okay. Yeah, you got a taste. Yeah, I know the the the, the swizzle uh, uh, saber. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The little circle thing. With those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, if anything, breaks canon. Makes no sense. You at would all. you would think that that like everybody's tripping about all this other stuff, but like they're flying with lightsabers, and nobody's got anything to say yeah, about that. Makes, makes no sense. Everyone's okay with that. It's midichlorians. Um, yeah, but yeah, no. I mean, I I think to sum it up, I I I like it. I like it. I. <laughs> don't love it as much as I wanted to, but I like it so far. Yeah. I can't help but feel like this would have made a better movie, though. Yeah. I mean, I'll say that pretty much everything that has come out of Marvel's TV show so far would have been better as movies. I, like, I, I yeah. can't. Maybe WandaVision is good as a TV show because it it does so much. It, yeah, it, I think that one is the one that makes the most sense mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. But, but. The, I feel like the rest of them, man, and that was that was the feeling that I had immediately after getting done with Moon Knight was it, sh- it should just should have just been a movie. Yeah, the Hawkeye show could have been a movie. Would have been a cute, fun, like um, you know, PG rated crime thriller slash you know dramedy thing yeah like it would have been a fun movie yeah would have been a fun romp a daddy daughter date movie. yeah would have been great yeah uh and loki a loki i think could have been a it should have been uh it should have been a movie it, sh- it should be a movie it, like they are like so anyway i'm just beating the dead horse they all <laughs> should just be movies but we get it uh 
the the Star Wars TV shows, though, I mean, I don't know about the rest of them, but like the Bad Batch, for instance, I know it's it's just a continuation of Clone Wars, mm-hmm. but I mean, it works. It it you know that should be a TV show. It's good that it is a TV show. The Bad Batch yeah. wouldn't have been a good movie. The Obi Wan show. So far, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like even in that first episode, they're trying to illustrate how mundane his life is and mm-hmm. like just this quiet kind of beaten man yeah i hate to say path- like pathetic existence but it is i mean it, it i i do think that they do a good job of like kind of illustrating the the like the juxtaposition i guess of because you don't really think about as a master jedi he wanted for nothing. Yeah. He was the voice of reason for a major political party. He was uh, you know, a trained martial artist. He he's a space wizard who could control space. He had the high ground. He had the high ground. I mean, you have to think like <clears throat> what a lifestyle that that the Jedi led when mm-hmm. they were at their peak. Opulent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that they, like, swear off relationships, they'd be hedonistic sure. sickos, probably. Yeah. And now he's, you know, shaving fish. <laughs> it's Saving a little bit for a space camel. Or whatever uh, that animal is, because it's probably not fish. It's probably some kind of, like, yeah. blorgog or something. A large uh, snake of some kind or something. Yeah. So they do that, but the, the, there's lot. there's a lot of, like... You get to a point where you're like, all right, we get it. His life's boring. Like, can we move the fuck on? Sure. So it's stuff like that in a movie that they just would have cut for time. Yeah. So it makes the the thing more concise. So I see what you're saying. I don't know. I think it's too early to say whether they needed more <clears throat> more or less time to tell whatever story that they're trying to tell. Mm. But I can see at the end probably feeling the same way that it probably should have just been a movie. All that yeah. being said... I'm 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 thoroughly enjoying it so far. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's pretty good. Um, you know, Obi Wan Ewan is, is like you said, fantastic. I think, uh, I think the little girl that they got to play. Shut up! <laughs> I don't know why it keeps doing that. You shut her up, or I'll shut her up. Oh my god, it's my Google Home. The little girl that they got to play. Well, I guess oh, I've already said it. It's a spoiler, but whatever. Leia, they mm-hmm. bring, they, you know, Leia's in it. That's the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, man, whatever. It's the first episode. She's great. Yeah. She's fantastic. I think the girl who's, who plays Reva is, I think she's amazing. I think yeah. she's fantastic. Yep, I agree. And I just, I just, I can't, for the life of me, wrap my head around the the criticism that's being that the, well, the the criticism first and foremost is like I I just don't I don't get that I do understand the racism because it's like well, of course that's what <laughs> as you guys a racist are do. as a, as a racist right <laughs> yeah clip that <laughs> as a racist I no I mean it's just it, it it's just like par par for the course for people who can who call themselves uh, quote unquote Star Wars fans sure the, the, there's like this loud minority in 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 the fan base that everything is wokeness everything is social social justice warriors right. everything is diversity hires they're ruining it yeah because they're uh they're they're not all white men and women i, I don't it it so that part ever since ever since the sequel trilogy at least because we were you know cognitive adults for the sequel trilogy yeah. like the prequels is kind of hard to tell you'd have to go back and see how people were feeling about it. i know i know that there was people that didn't like the fact that samuel jackson gets thrown into this thing and he's like a grandmaster second only to yoda and everyone's right, like right. who the fuck is that's not that's not fair why 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 does he get the purple yeah. lightsaber why darky over there that's <laughs> my god <laughs> i thought this was the light side <laughs> so I'm sure that well, I know that that he was criticized at least a little bit, but but, but for I the feel most, like most people loved him though. Yes, you know yes. they love yes. Mace Windu. 
Oh, and they love Samuel L. Jackson as of an course, actor. I course, think he's yeah. just he's just such a such a pillar of Hollywood that people were able to look past it. Sure. Now <laughs> the racists, you mean? <laughs> yes, yes, that is exactly what I mean. Yeah. But I think now we're in such a uh, hotbed of 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 this political discourse and and you know all of this just bullshit yeah. basically that anything that whiffs of you know they did this because of this even if it's not true which in my opinion my like my real humble opinion you guys are fucking just dead wrong she's amazing yeah. in the show she's i think she's been a great villain so far i think she's really convincing yeah menacing i thought i mean i thought and the th- here's the here's the really weird thing i guess i was being really stupid as i'm watching the show i'm like there's no way that they'll be able to say anything about Riva. I mean, you can have your criticisms about the other, some other stuff in the show, sure. but she's been fantastic. Yeah. And then I go to the internet, and they're like, "You fool, <laughs> you idiot!" I thought for sure, like we would all be in agreement that she's great. Yeah, no, not for a second. No, don't you think for a second? So not only did the real main uh, blue check Star Wars page have to come out and be like. We stand with this actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are horrible. And <laughs> terrible human beings. You need beings. to check yourself. Yeah. Not only that, Ewan McGregor himself had to post a video where he was like, thanks for watching the show. Oh, by the way, she's receiving death threats. Yeah. Stop and, being gross. And please. racism on her Instagram. Yeah. Um, you guys aren't real fans. And even still, people would jump under that post and be like, it's not about her race, man. It's about that she's we don't like her character and it's like all right dude if you don't like her character then this obviously isn't geared toward you right right right. why do you feel like you need to open the door and go no 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 it's not about it's like it there is clearly a part of this quote-unquote fan base that doesn't like her because she's black sure it's not it's not a it's not a leap in logic it's right there. The, the, there's yeah. people calling her out her name well, uh, for her race. It's yeah. It's not. That's the type of people who will say like, "Oh, they're just saying the n word because it's edgy." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So we should just. They let don't it mean go. it in a racial way, okay? Yeah. Yeah. They're just trying to be edgy. They just don't like her character. Mm-hmm. She just maybe she should just ignore it. Yeah. How about that? Maybe she should just ignore why, it. Why? Why are we amplifying these people? Don't amplify them. Don't amplify them. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So just continue to just let people that that always just it always kills me when people are like, Don't 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 let them get to you. Oh, just just ignore all of uh people being shitty to other yeah. people. Like that's how we got here in the first place. Just shut up and let them be shitty just to you. Let them be shitty. Yeah. Is that I mean, is that how you walk through life? Somebody's like being shitty to a woman next to you and and you just hey man. You just walk up to her later on, like if you just ignore it, yeah. it'll go away. Or Why are you man, crying? Or like, let it go. Ignore you know? it. Just ignore it. If you if you react, you give him the power. Right. No, no. Villains already have the power. You got to take it from them. Yeah. Yeah. By defending yourself. Sure. I. It's cra- you're you're cowards. It, it's cowardice. It's pure mm-hmm. cowardice to say. It is what it is. You just have to live with it. No, we don't. We never had to, and we should right. never have to. Well, and especially in, in a place that is as low stakes as the internet. Yeah. You know, I understand if if a, a, some guy comes up to you with a gun and makes you give him your money. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to give you my money. I'm not going to be the tough guy. You right. know, go ahead and bully me. It's right. fine. It's a pretty high set. Yeah. Yeah. You can call me whatever name you want. Yeah. Right. Gun right. Right. It's like, it's like different story. Yeah. But if somebody is saying the N word online because they don't like you as an actor, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you're well you, within your rights to. Yeah. Yeah. To say, hey, that that's not cool. It's not cool. Yeah. Don't do that. I just don't. I don't get some of you. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. So we're two episodes in. She's already dealing with uh, vitriol, the likes that only uh, the Asian actress from the sequel trilogy has has seen. Yeah. That's the other one that comes to mind immediately. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's very cool. 
you guys are gonna um, get another person of color in this series to delete all of their social media. So, two for two, I guess. Good job, racist. <laughs> Doing God's work. <laughs> um, I hope that that's not the case, and I hope that this is just. I hope it is just a very loud minority, and that there we are able to just snuff them out. Yeah, and then continue on. With what I hope is going to be a, a good rest of the season. Six episodes. There's a lot more to go. And Disney Plus is doing the episodic thing. So True. we'll check back in later. Yeah. And give you an update. I am hopeful. I have hope. 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 Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I think we've done enough here. I think so. I think we've said and Quite enough. Quite, quite enough. Quite enough. Uh, but two things before. Well. Yeah, two things before we get out of here. Number one, the cheers of the week. <laughs> so, who's your cheers to? My cheers of the week goes to the remake of Resident Evil 2. Oh, <laughs> interesting. So, you know me. I used to be buying stuff. You just be buying. Um, but there is a PlayStation sale currently going on, friends. Um, this is your notice. But they were selling the pack of Resident Evil One or no Resident Evil Two and Three remakes uh-huh. for like twenty three bucks together, uh, and the online game that nobody plays. Um, yeah. So I was like, I've waited long enough. You know, I've heard great things, and I remember like as a kid um, playing Resident Evil Two on PS One back uh-huh. in the day. Uh, so it's like a core memory. And uh, so I went for it. I, I literally last night. I just said, "Cheap enough. It's not going to get cheaper." You yeah. Know, that, I'll buy two games that are like two, three years old for twenty-three bucks. Yeah. Um, and so it was already like close to midnight, and I had to get up early for work. <laughs> but I said, "Let me give it a test run." Yeah. Let me, let me see how it, how that how that <coughs> feel. Show me what that Resident Evil do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I, man, it is riveting from the start. It is scary. <laughs> it's spooky. Um, yeah, it, I mean the the RE engine that they're running that thing off of is like incredible. Yeah, and I already knew that because that's what uh, Devil May Cry Five runs on. Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry, and it looks great too. But it being the slow atmospheric like lots of lighting effects mm-hmm. uh very graphic and you know gruesome and oozy and stuff yeah I was, I was very much in the mood for that after stranger things mm-hmm. and um yeah i mean i i gotta tell you i i turned the sound down a little bit and uh <laughs> i uh i i had to pause a couple times and kind of get my bearings before i went through a certain door or yeah. hallway because uh, the tension is very high and it's it's extremely immersive and it I mean I I remember when the Resident Evil One remake came out for mm. GameCube and it's like wow this is like extraordinary graphics yeah like this is the next step in that evolution it's incredible yeah very 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 cool still has the cheesy heart that you like for Resident Evil games that gives it a little bit of levity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I'm only like an hour in, but it's it's great so far. Yeah. So. I mean, I watched Resident Evil 2 and 3. I watched people I watched people do a Let's Play. Yeah. And I watched them play the whole game. Wow. That's how both of them <laughs> are. I thought we talked about this on the podcast. I think so, too. I remember you <clears throat> saying you watched uh, a few Let's Plays. Yeah. Well, I, I started with the Mortal Kombat Let's Play mm-hmm. and just was like... Well, it wasn't a let's play. It was just all of the cutscenes smashed together. Oh, right, right, right. Um, but I watched the movie version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I watched knows. the Resident Evil two and three uh, let's plays, and and I mean the game because I can't do horror games. I'm too much of a <laughs> pussy. So I need to I need to watch somebody else yeah. play them, uh, so that I can enjoy them um, vicariously right. through someone else. And yeah, I mean, they're just they're really really good. Yeah, really good. Yep. So. If it's that fun to watch somebody do it, I can only imagine the thrill oh, yeah. of playing it myself. Ooh, I yeah. can only imagine because I won't <laughs> ever play it. I mean, I I love horror games, but I tend to nope out eventually if it gets a little too spooky. Yeah. So I may. It, it's going to take me a while to get through it. So yeah. I, I will admit that. 
The Mr. X jump scares. I'll never, I'll just never recover from them. He's just so, he's such a good villain and, and it's such a good game mechanic. Yeah. For him to be like indestructible for the majority of the game and for you to just have to figure out what to like yeah and he just shows up at random moments yep and there's that stinger of music and you're like oh <laughs> impending doom. i'm gonna die <laughs> yeah so well have fun with that thank you that should be that should give you uh, sub- substantial nightmares for a little while yes so all right uh, my cheers of the week is going to your old droog. <clears throat> Don't you mean Nas? Ah, we had a good time talking about your old droog slash Nas <laughs> on the podcast years ago. Yeah. And uh, had an, an entire topic about it. Uh huh. Yeah. And got shit for it. Yeah. People, people were not upset with, or people were upset with the with the take, which wasn't even I don't think that controversial. No. But uh, fast forward to now, and for the past like three years, he's he's like consistently dropped great album after great album, and people, I mean, I, I I'm sure at this point now he has like a pretty steady fan base that now he can he can tour his albums and he can just release shit on his own schedule and. That's great because there's there he he obviously has full creative control and like some projects come out and they're like five songs some are twelve songs this latest project uh, Yod Stewart is uh, is only seven songs Yod your old Drew Yod Stewart um, and wouldn't have gotten that yeah that's yeah. I, I figured it's not it's not as readily available if I say it you right, to, right. You'd, you'd have to see it written yeah. to understand yeah but uh I mean I've liked. I've liked all pretty much all his projects since at least 2018. He I think he's been on a I think he's been on a fucking tear. Yeah. And Yod Stewart is I think it's fantastic. It's only seven songs so you don't you it, it's it's in the vein of like, you know, Pusha T's Daytona where it's like there's not enough time to get tired of what he's doing. Right. So even if you like his style is very very kind of one note as far as vocal range. You know, he stays within this like monotone and you really are just listening to the lyrics and like how he's how he's riding each beat and he stays in the pocket and everything. But he doesn't give you enough time to get tired of it. So what Mm. you're left with is like just, you know, really entertaining songs, really funny one liners, good choruses. I mean, it's a great album. I think your old Drew probably will never at this point receive the recognition that he deserves. Mm. But for the people who know. You know. You know? I know. You know. So there you go. All right. All right. All right. Before we get out of here for good, tonight at least, we have to review this beer. So, Obi, tell me what you thought of the Saison from Dune Brewing. I like it. My only thing is it doesn't remind me of a Saison very much. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not sure what it... It's closest to maybe almost like a Hefeweizen. Yeah. It's sweet. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a malty mm-hmm. Hefeweizen. Mm-hmm. Like really kind of bready, but yes. not weedy, like bready. No, no, no. Bready. Bready. Bready is the right word for it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, 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 in, a, in a rare uh, uh, circumstance here, it doesn't do what it says it's going to do, but I still like it. Yeah. So, I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Okay. I would get it again. It it's um you know uh, reasonably strong at eight point five percent. Yeah. Um, but I don't really taste that very much. So, no. No. it's smooth. Um, again, very uh malty. I get a slight bitter aftertaste, but it's pretty much pleasant all the way around. Yeah. Just don't go in expecting a traditional saison flavor. I think I'm gonna give it a four, and I think that uh, it, yeah, it, it it is nice, real, it's light bodied, but also like I said, bready, kind of you know, slightly sweet. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's my own ignorance of like what a saison is supposed to taste like. Uh, not this, but it still works on another level. So, I mean, it's just it's just a nice, enjoyable, 
easy drinkers. Yeah. So, especially, like you said, 8.5, <clears throat> higher ABV for something where you think, you know, you're going to, it's going to be boozy and it, it's really not. It's just, it's just yeah. nice. It's nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a four. All right. All right. Yeah. Think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. Oh, wow.